Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Lawn Feed Podcast. I am Andrew of the Dad Bod Lawn and joining me is Chris Ope, it's Mo Time, and the one and only Vince with Rooted Blanco. The OG. I, Howdy. The OG. How are you boys far. doing? What's happening? Now this is our first episode without a guest in a while, so this is kind of weird, but it's good. This is good it's stuff. Weird. It's all good. It is. Now everybody that's listening, we just released a free spring lawn care guide for cool season lawns uh, it's going to give you a good direction on where to head here this spring to tackle your lawn and get it ready for summer so head over to the lawnfeed.com to get your free download don't forget we do have a merch store and check out the tees that honestly they're not going to improve your lawn at all like we've told no. you previously no, but you lie. are gonna look good while you're out there cutting your dandelions and Damn, that i promise you that's truth i promise you that Gonna look damn good. Gonna <laughs> now tonight, good. we are talking about kind of like spring lawn renovation projects and kind of what we've been doing in our own lawns this season. Um, up here in the northern region where most of us are located, Vince is a little more south. We're kind of just getting our season going, which means we are, you know, actively Am trying to make our lawns look better. You're kind of south. Well, you've been PA. mowing. You've been mowing since Christmas, so yeah, you must be <laughs> okay. south. All yeah, right. you were sending us pictures of you striping when we were snowblowing our driveways, so I think you're yeah. considered south. Okay, go ahead. But um, before we talk about grass, guys, we're going to do our segment that we call Wins and Losses, and this segment is brought to you by Forefathers, elevating dad apparel for the DIY dad and the OG of that turf dad polo. And they have recently released some new polos that are absolute bangers. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen those? Those are looking mm-hmm. pretty good. And they have some matching kids polos that are looking pretty awesome as well. So head over to shopforfathers.com, use code the lawn feed, and get 20% off your entire order and be looking good off the lawn as well. 20%. 20. That's the biggest discount you're going to find anywhere, I think. So capitalize good, on it's that. It's a good round number. Yeah, it is. 20. Anything that round like ends with zero. Yeah, it's round good. like me. It's good. It's good. There you go. But anyways, Vince, we're going to be throwing it to you. Dad of the twins. I want you to hit us with a win and a loss. All right. So, yeah, I have uh, I have a good win. Uh, and I actually have a pretty funny loss. Um, for the dad win, we'll keep it brief. But we were over at a friend's house. And their kids are all older than our, than our girls. Uh, I have twin girls. They're just a little over two. And they all have these Strider bikes. And I was like, hey, guys, you know, at what age do you let your kids start riding these Strider bikes? And like, I don't know. It all depends, you know, three or something like that. So they're just laying all over the place. And my girls see them because they're pink. They're shiny. And they walk up. They grab them and don't know what to do with them. I just put one of them on it. And they start pedaling. Or, or I guess you walk with them. So they start walking with them and then they get a little bit more uh, courage and they keep going, keep going. They were riding these things all over. And I was like, this is, this is amazing. And then they crashed and they're just like, you know, just stand up. Do you have any boo-boos? No. Okay. Keep going. And they get back on and keep going. I was just like, I was so pumped for that. It was, it was so cool. 
And I'm like, guess you need to buy some now. I've been looking. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone says you should buy on like Facebook Marketplace. So Facebook yeah. Marketplace, man. Yeah. I might just buy new because I'm getting tired of looking. Well, there comes a point, I guess. So are your kids so like they fall down and they'll just get right back up? Uh, that night they did. Is that how they normally are? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of crying that gets involved, but they'll, they'll get back up. We can usually redirect them pretty quickly unless it's like a really bad fall. Yeah. There's enough fun involved. They get over it real quick. Distractions are important. My kids are polar opposites. One will like sit there and cry for like 15 minutes. The other one's like, yep, let's go back on. Right. (laughs) Let me guess. The older one is the one that gets right back in. No, opposite. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would have said classic younger. case. Classic yeah. case of the second kid. Oh. Just like he get thrown that. through a wall, and like he's right back into into the game. Hopefully, that's never happened to him. But well, no. But like you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It checks through the boards, and he's back up. Right there. You go. A hockey reference from the Minnesotan. How yeah. about the loss, Vince? All right. Well, the loss actually happened tonight. So we're like kind of potty training, kind of not. And, you know, we're learning about, like, the whole peeing thing. And, uh, yeah, we when we uh, are outside and we're playing in the hose, we have our diaper off and, you know, we're encouraging them to pee. And they kind of learn that way. You know, that's it's a good way to learn. You know, outside it's okay. Um, learn the whole control thing. Well, it's not good when we're inside and we're on carpet. And they go, Daddy pee? I'm like, no, no, don't do it. And they peed all over the carpet. And I'm like, ah, because like you want to be like, no, but you can't do that because you're training them to pee. So like you can't freak out. But at the same time, you're just like, well, you just peed all over the carpet. Thank you. Well, that's your own fault for keeping your front yard shorter than your indoor carpet. I <laughs> think that, you know, carpet outside, carpet inside, it's all the same. Yeah, I guess. That's confusion. I guess you got a point there. Are you plugging your carpet too to... Get the get the pee spots. Yeah, yep, yeah. I'm using uh, um, some humic acid on it, so mm. now I just have dark spots <laughs> all over. <laughs> Body uh, training's fun. I and Andrew, you've got a mix of a boy and a girl. I actually have a cool story that kind of ties in with my renovation that I did. That I'll I'll toss, when I'm talking about my renovation, I'll mention it with my son in potty training. So. Potty training is just an interesting ball game. So, and it is. For, for for those listening, I so I have two boys, Vince has two girls, Andrew has one of each, and it's 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 so that's cool within itself. But potty training amongst all of that, it's two or it's three different, completely different scenarios. Um, and I've always just heard girls are just more difficult, and I don't know why. Or they're easier. Girls are girls are easier. I have no idea. I have two boys. Yeah, girls are easier than boys, which would actually make sense. But um, it it, maybe there's less aim involved. I have no idea. But there we are. Potty training one on one. You came to you came to uh, a grass podcast and you learn about potty training because we're dads. Two for one. You're not learning about it. You're learning that everybody (laughs) struggles with it. (laughs) Let's be clear. We don't have any tips for you. But we can give you tips on lawn renovations. Let's How about that? Hey, so hey. let's start with you, Chris. Um, kind of the late bloomer, I would say, in the group here as far as like when the season kicks off. But I know you've been out there hustling hard, um, getting your lawn into shape and trying to, you know, 
turn it into something different maybe. So why don't you just tell all the listeners exactly what you've been doing and what your plans are for this season? Yeah. So this is a busy spring. Um, there's my yard and a couple other yards that, you know, I'm taking on, uh, which is, which is cool. Um, my yard being the biggest probably transformation. Um, I'm taking my lawn front, front lawn, uh, about 2000 square feet down from a rotary height of cut down to a real height of cut. Um, so I'm, I'm making that leap for, you know, Hey, I've made it to the, I, I think I've like always looked at that as the big leagues where it's like, if you have a real mower, you've kind of understood and kind of like, you got your, I don't know, your feel just dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Probably that. I don't know. <laughs> I like, I, I feel like I'm doing it and I'm just like, Hey, nothing's really happened. Um, it's less hard than I thought it was going to be, but it's just a ton of work of getting your lawn ready for it. As mm-hmm. I think the, the, the big thing, there's more work involved to get prepped for it. And I think that's why a lot of people get intimidated by it. But, um, I've always cut my front yard short, my backyard. I've kind of just let, you know, party in the back. Um, but I said, I'm going to reel this at some point. So I've been doing a lawn leveling project. I just finally got it the exact way I want it. Um, did it the way I should have probably two years ago, got lawn rollers, a, a bunch of topsoil, got a lawn roller out there, got it nice and smooth. Um, and did an overseeding project and it's spring that's risky we all know that but um getting prepped and having some fun out there trying to make it as close to a fairway as possible um and we'll see what happens it's a learning experience it's there's probably going to be a lot of failures involved I'm, i'm prepping for those next so we got some grass babies today though i planted everything three days ago that's crazy it's super nuts perennial rye grass is insane I love it. I love ryegrass. Um, and it always surprise, <laughs> it always surprises so, me how much it pops up. It's, it's insane. I love it. It's amazing. So what I, cultivar it, did you use? So it's, it, it's PRG. Uh, I had hat trick and fireball. And the reason I did that is because it's dark as night. It, it, it's on the, on the end taps. It's the darkest perennial ryegrass on the planet. Um, available for cool season hmm. one so like that that's the reason i got it it's not necessarily the best scores um but it's the darkest which is what i wanted mm-hmm. to do that combination might be like the most minnesota like hockey beer league combination <laughs> you get a hat trick and you go and you rip shots of fire seriously i and like... that's kind of why i wanted to do it too <laughs> I, and I'm, it's like we got we got summer for like four weeks max and then we're back into like something else so i was yeah. like we're gonna enjoy the four weeks and then we're back into it so that's impressive but yeah it's I, fun. I just we'll, uh, we'll see what happens we'll, we'll get into it i just did some printing rye now we also had really cool temps we had a weird t- uh and i think it was it was it was like a week till i had some germination but we were we were sitting in the 40s and 50s so i think that had a lot to do with yeah. it yeah yeah it takes a little it, well spring temps are so weird man Cause like in the fall, you'll get them in four days in the spring, like germination, like you'll see, you know, grass babies pop through in like three, four days. And then in the spring, it might take what you just said, six to 10 days, you know, just because you have some of those cooler temps. It's just, it, there's so many risks involved with spring. Like we're, we're so dumb to like redo our yard in the spring. Well, but so for the listeners uh, that are listening, um, you you just did all this work in the spring. You say that it's not a good time to do it. 
but you did it anyway. Now, those who are on the fence, um, probably listening to this now, like in my area, East Coast, you're kind of pushing it. Like you're you're pretty much, you, you probably lost. Um, you better wait, I should say. But for those that are listening that are more Western, what are what are three big tips that you can give them for, for what you just specifically did? Um, that's a good question. So, it, so three big tips, um, ibuprofen. Yeah. Advil <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Gotta have Advil. Um, the, if you're going to spring seed, there's like a pocket, there's a sweet pocket of time, right? Where, where you can, where you can go. And there, there's a, depending on the cultivar and, and the grass type that you use, you're going to have a germination window, right? It's going to take X amount of time to, to get to that germination. Perennial ryegrass is going to shoot up the fastest. Uh, tall fescue and fine fescue second. Kentucky bluegrass is third. The sooner you can get that into the ground when you have an extended forecast of like decent weather where you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt and feeling comfortable is, is what I always say. When soil temperatures don't have a risk of freezing or going down to that frost, that's your window. But if you wait too long, like if you're if you wait until Memorial Day weekend, no. you're you're toast. Like it like it'll pop through. Like you'll get germination, but it's not going to last through summer. You know, like, I don't know if it's like that for you in Minnesota, but like I swear here in Michigan, it goes from like winter there's like five days of spring and then summer is here. Yeah. It, it, I feel like there hasn't been a spring, like a true spring in quite a while, which makes it even riskier mm-hmm. because you're going from like frost, frost, frost to like 80, 85 degrees. Yep. So it's hard. So ibuprofen, find that sweet spot of weather. What's your third? Set expectations. I like I, everyone taking on a spring project. Um, if you're on the fence, it's best in fall, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're out here talking about like we're patting people on the back and recommending people going to do whatever they feel confident with. And if that's spring for you, go do it. Just know the expectations and set those expectations. It's going to be best in fall, but there's a lot of people who will listen to our advice and say, screw it. I'm going to try it anyway. Right. Just know you might have to do some patchwork overseeding in the fall, you know? That's just the way it is. And shoot us a DM and we'll, we'll try and help you. Yeah, for sure. Doors open. Well, my plan this year was to like not do any seating in the spring. (laughs) And here I am. I can hardly walk because of a bum knee from spending nine hours out in the lawn last week on a certain day. Um, but so my, my entire plan was to only spot fix some snow mold in my front yard, which I've battled for a couple of years. Bad this year. For me, it wasn't as bad as last year. And my silly self did not put anything out in the lawn late fall to try to prevent it. Lesson learned. Um, so that was the easy project for me. And so I was, that's all I was planning on doing, which was just, I considered minor until we got our fence replaced mm. and the fence looks amazing. It really does. The company did a great job, but big they also fence used guy. big fence guy. Uh, they used a bobcat to do their heavy lifting for them. And this is a cool bobcat. It had like this claw attachment that would rip the pole out of the ground. Then they'd put a forklift attachment on it and would carry all the panels around. It was just, it was really cool to watch, but I also watched it dig into my lawn and make ruts about three inches deep all over the place. 
So after my first mow and walking around, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this. Kids can't kick a soccer ball. I'm going to be saying four letter words every time I mow back here. So bring in four yards of topsoil sand mixture, 70-30. And I did my first major lawn leveling project, I would say, that I've ever done. And it kicked my butt. (laughs) It's hard Um, work, man. It is hard work. And I kind of want to touch on in a few minutes here, like maybe some tools that would make it more helpful for people listening that would take the load off a top dresser um, say. a yeah, bobcat a bobcat yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> so here was my process um i used just a gorilla cart and it was in my front yard so i had to fill up a gorilla cart with the sand soil mix which i actually asked the landscaping place i got this from to mix it for me and they did so wherever you're getting your stuff from, ask them. It wasn't the greatest like mixing, but by the time I did scoops and then dumped and then spread, it mixed around pretty good. But um, I would do about four loads. Um, then I'd use the landscape rake that's 36 inches wide. I'd knock down those piles, spread it around. And then thank God I got a zero turn this year because I made a DIY pallet drag and hooked up a, two eye hooks to some rope, put it in the hitch, and I would drag it around and smooth hmm. it around pretty good. And then I would finish it off with a leveling rake, which is the one tool that I would highly recommend for every leveling project to have is a leveling rake. This is my first time actually using one for a project, and it blew my mind how well it worked. They're um, good. It's like I, after I did the drag, I'm like, this looks pretty good. And then you hit it with that leveling rake, and then you have grass popping through. Mm-hmm. And it's like I had a lot more grass popping through than I ever thought I would, which is good because I want to, you know, only like fully seed certain spots, not the whole lawn. So you have tall fescue, right? So I have everything under the sun for cool season lawn. Okay. Um, my back, I have in the past, I have overseeded with uh, perennial ryegrass, um, tall fescue, Kentucky bluegrass. And so last year um, I introduced some tall fescue into it some more. And that that's what I use for this one. I used a 90, 90% tall fescue and 10% Kentucky bluegrass. Um, you know, knowing that the Kentucky bluegrass might not survive, but mm-hmm. it, if it does, it does. Um, and so I used resilience, tall fescue and blue envy, uh, Kentucky bluegrass, um, just hand mixed it, you know, kind of 10%, 90%, and then, um, spread that around when I was all done. And yeah, I, I haven't seen germination yet. I'm on day six. Um, I'm expecting it any day now. Usually I'm thinking like day seven to day 10, probably be that window so i just had uh, uh, resilience and it was uh, it was day nine yeah i was yeah. about to say it's closer eight or nine. Yeah, we had some eight cooler times when yeah. i was doing this renovation it was kind of a cooler day and we had another couple of cool days right after that um it's been warmer the past couple of days so hopefully that's gonna kick it into overdrive and get it popping through but i'm ready for it and i'm, I'm not leaving my dogs off the yard at all which is kind of risky but i've i've also at i've free nitrogen yeah well their nitrogen is so strong it kills grass which um as another thing i use i use that canine corrector from turf titan and they actually told me to apply it at the time of seeding it might help with germination um oh really so so i actually did my first application right after i put the seed down what's in that it has uh different kinds of um bacterias in it and then a humic and fulvic mm. so it's probably the humic and fulvic that might be beneficial be my guess mm-hmm. and the other stuff's just not going to harm it so i'm kind of kind of keep a lookout and maybe i'll see germination where i applied it versus where i didn't because i i'm not applying that to about you know 20 percent of my backyard as like a 
we're doing a little test to see how that product works. So one, one of the most important, excuse me, one of the most You're popular good. questions that I get in, in my inbox is what do I do with dog spots? So t touch on the product that you just said again. So it's a new product. Who, yeah. who is it by? What is it? So people can go look for it. So this product is called Canine Corrector and it's from a company called Turp Titan. Uh, Turp Titan's kind of come on the scene in the last couple of years. They have some really good stuff um, from Thatch Buster, help break down thatch to other kind of fertilizer pro products. But this product is supposed to help neutralize the um, nitrogen in your dog's urine and help prevent dog spots from happening. And if they do help self-repair them faster. Um, so I'm doing a little, little experiment and I'm going to be treating it every four weeks with that product. Um, and I am not treating a small part of my yard where my dogs also go just to kind of use it as a um, control. control area. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm also, I've tried the dog rocks. Um, I'm kind of hesitant to give my dog chewables, uh, just cause I, I care about my Save dogs those and, for yourself. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm just like, Hey, if this works, I like, I'm a believer. I'll spend the $120 a season it takes for me to make these applications. Cause right now I do like a huge renovation every fall to fix literally 150 spots. So you could sell your dogs and make some good money too. Yeah. And then you don't have dog well, spots. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Facebook marketplace. No kidding. Right. So my, my honest opinion is if you don't want dog spots, don't have dogs. Uh, that's just how it goes. I, I yeah. got to the point last season where I started calling my backyard, the dog park. I just embrace it. It's whatever. But, uh, here's that little story I told you about my son with the potty training. So he's out in the yard with me. Like I had kids out there the entire time I was doing this renovation and my son is, he's in the one doing the potty training. He's two and a half, almost three ish. But, um, He's been asking me, like, we're going to the bathroom. He's like, can I stand up and pee? And I'm like, you're not tall enough, dude. Like, you can't. I'm sorry. But we're, <laughs> we're outside. And he's like, I got to go. And I'm like, there's no way we're getting inside. I brought him over to the mulched area. <laughs> he pulled his pants down. I'm like, just go, man. And he started peeing. And he's like, oh, <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> and then I forgot to tell his mom, my wife, that he did that. And so he came in the house. And he's like, I peed outside. And so she's like, no, you didn't. And later on. I put him into bed and I'm like, what'd you do today? I, think, or I was like, how was your day, man? He's like, I peed outside. I'm like, yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> That's so, awesome. It was cool. I, I had kids out there probably 75% of my day I was out there doing that project. So that's the cool thing about lawn care. And one of the reasons why I got into it is just to be around more. But, yeah. yeah. But how about you, Vince, man? What you got going this season? Oh, well, I got a lot of things going on. Uh, a couple renovations. Uh one renovation, one big overseed. The one renovation is uh, actually, it's kind of scary because it's going to be a, you know, basically I have to grow grass for a wedding. Uh, and, and that wedding's in like three weeks now. So um, I'm going there is tomorrow. Is that where you had the germination just recently? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going over there tomorrow to, to reassess and uh, kind of help the uh, the, the homeowner figure out what what fertilizers to use and stuff to just really get this thing growing so all of them all of them yeah um so we have that going on and then my own uh property i did some sand leveling i used a pretty cool uh piece of equipment this year um oh, that neighbor could you hear that through there it sounded like a demon <laughs> he freaking just rips down the road anyway and then for my property it has some pretty cool equipment. It's the Earth and Turf uh, 100 SP. It's a uh, top dresser, and it has like a bristle on it and a conveyor belt. And they brought it up to me. They're local, put sand in that, 
Now, of course, it was soaking wet sand because it rained and hailed and lightning at the time of me uh, uh, sand leveling. But put that in the hopper, in the hopper, the hopper, in the hopper, the hopper. put it in the hopper, put it in the hopper, <laughs> the what, the hopper, <laughs> um, put it in there and just, I mean, with one finger, you can just move this machine and it, it just laid it so even, so nice. It was great. And I, I. There's like a couple spots where I got my rake out and raked it in. Otherwise, I was like, I'm just going to leave it. And the rain washed it in and we're, we're golden. Um, but then I have a lot of poetriv uh, on my side yard. And I was going to let it go till fall. But it was so bad that there was almost more lime green than there is like dark green grass. I said, screw it. I'm killing it. So I went out, killed, killed it. Uh, glyphosate. Did two rounds of that. So I glyphosated it, scalped it, waited a little bit, glyphosated it, and then dethatched, and then ran my verticutter actually over it um, and uh, used it as like a slit seeder. And it, it worked really well. Put seed down, we got three inches of rain, and I have the most beautiful um, area. Uh, distribution of grass seed popping in right now. It didn't wash You've away. You've got such a hard on right now. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's reassuring to know that, like, that's the sound of his desk moving. Yeah, <laughs> it's reassuring to know because, like, like you said, you have a window, and that was a window. Like, I was actually like kind of pushing it because it's been spring for like four four months here. So I was. I was about to say, there's yeah. absolutely 0% chance anyone in my area would be able to glyphosate twice and seed mm-hmm. before summer hits. Like, there's no way. And a lot of guys... I did it two years ago. And a lot of guys will glyphosate and they won't plant because oh. of that reason. Because, yeah, I can put seed down, but who knows if it's going to even come up and it'll probably die. Well, I was like, it's perennial ryegrass. I'm doing it. I don't care. Yeah. We're going to get grassy. We're going to grow it and have a Memorial Day parade that comes around here and it's going to look nice and green and be mint. Yeah. So I killed half my front yard uh, with glyphosate in the spring and seeded it with perennial ryegrass. It came in really nice. Perennial then, ryegrass is. And just then I overseeded it with um, some fescues and Kentucky blue in the fall to help it match better because it looked a little bit different than the rest of the lawn. Yeah. But it came in really nice and I had a nice lawn for the summer. So it's like a carpet under your toes, isn't it? It is. It is. Oh, That's no, why I like my Vince's Kentucky kids blue. pee in his house because it's like carpet. <laughs> but until, until you get pythium, then it's not. Oh. Then it's just gross. We'll save Pythium for another episode. That's a, yeah. that, that is another episode for it's sure. Like a four letter word around these parts. Mm-hmm. It's just like Triv. Ugh. No, mm-hmm. thank you. And on a side note, a lot of you guys are listening uh, on our podcast, which we greatly appreciate. Um, but if you happen to follow us on Instagram or hop onto our YouTubes, shoot us a little DM. Uh, let us know some topics that maybe uh, or burning questions that you guys have. That way we can throw them into our next episodes um, and get some of your questions answered because I guarantee you're not the only one that has that question. 100%. 100%. If you've got the question, so does 100 other people. And we might yeah, not have the sure. answer. 
guess we're not turf pros, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk research about it. it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll figure it out for sure. We have resources. Well, this has been good, guys. I, that's that's a, that's a good spot to end right there. Throw out some topics for us, and yeah, we'd love to talk about different things, whatever you guys have on your mind. Uh, if if you guys like this podcast, please uh, subscribe to YouTube channels. Uh, subscribe to your favorite listening platform, and if you could leave us a five star review on whatever you listen on, that would be super super helpful. Uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Don't forget, fifteen uh, percent off with the code brad15 at thelawnfeed.com get yourself some merch swag dang it brad that neighbor brad brad 15 15 off brad in the hopper in the hopper we'll see you guys in the next episode peace guys bye-bye